You're listening to Radio Sega, and this is the Sega Lounge. Sit back, have a drink, and enjoy the conversation. Everyone, welcome to the Sega Lounge. I'm KC. I'm your host, and this week we've got a great show. I do say this every week, don't I? Yeah, that's because we always have a great show. But um, don't don't trust me. Just listen for yourselves. Uh, we've got um, a couple of interviews in a way. So we have our main guests of the week. We have uh, Claire and Jono from uh, you know the, the organizers of uh, Western Supersonic, the yearly Sonic convention that happens in uh, Western Supermare in the UK, and um, we've got them on the show to talk about the Kickstarter project that is going on right now and how you can support them, uh, how you can attend the event as well, because you know if you support the Kickstarter, you can also. Uh, that's one of the ways you can uh, get tickets from for the event, and so that's something you should definitely do. It's going to be an awesome event, and that's what they're here to talk about uh, in this week's show. Not only do we have Claire and Jono to talk about Western Supersonic, but we also have uh, a quick, quick chat with Chris Powell from uh, both Sega Nerds and the editor of Mega Visions magazine as well to talk about this current issue, issue number three. We've mentioned the the, the, the third issue of Mega Visions uh, quite a few times on the show, but it's always nice to have uh, you know the big man himself on on the Sega Lounge to just you know spark up your interest on this current issue and also to you know maybe you can you're curious how you can find. Uh, Mega Visions online, how you can subscribe to the magazine. Well, Chris is here to help you uh, realize that and know how you can do it. Not only that, but you know, I did say we had a packed show. We have Memories of Sega with A Winner With You later on during the show, and we've got our weekly news desk with Shedded. That's coming right after I tell you how you can join us on Discord through, uh, during the show. RadioSE.ga slash Discord. And you can also you know, join us there. You can chat with other uh, Radio Sega listeners and some of our staff. And you can also tweet at Radio Sega. Use the hashtag the Sega Lounge or just tweet at Radio Sega and let us know if you're listening and if you have um, anything to say about the show or, you know, anything else. If you just want to tell us you love us, feel free to. Uh, so that's it. Discord and Twitter during the show. Don't forget to, you know, to let us know you're listening in. So it's time for the week's news. It's uh, it's a, a great time to be a Sega fan. There's always a lot of news. And so... Uh, that's why we have our good friend Shedded here to tell us what the news of the week are with the news desk. You know, I should have prepared an intro for before the uh, news desk. I mean, I do this every week and I don't have a witty intro to... Uh, before the jingle, actually. Uh, wait, is this thing on? Okay, let's... 
cue the intro. Newsdesk. Hello there, I'm Shadow, and this is the News Desk, where we dive in on what's new across the world of Sega. And boy oh boy, this week is so filled with them. Let's start with the corporate and E3 related announcements. Sega of Europe have announced a new partnership with Surrey-based developer Two Point Studios. This studio is led by industry veterans Gary Carr and Lionhead's co-founder Mark Webber, with works such as Theme Park, Black and White, Theme Hospital, and the most known of them all, Fable. According to the press release, this partnership is part of Sega of Europe's drive to find and nurture the best development talent and bring to the market new and exciting IPs. More details about our joint project will be unveiled early 2018. Yut Saito may be teasing a Seaman return. A game, you filthy minds. The creator recently took to Twitter to announce a new project coming soon, following a photo with everyone wearing a Don't Panic shirt, which is very reminiscent of Seaman itself. Not only that, he followed up later on with a picture of the original CD recording of the game's lines by the late Leonard Nimoy. Could this mean a PC port? We really can't tell for sure. VR is taking the world by storm, but I still remember that was a novelty back in the 90s with the virtual world course rides in the arcades. But revolution comes to us all, and Sega is part of that, as they have opened a new VR arcade arena at Club Sega in Japan. Titled Mortal Blitz for Walking Attraction, this is a room-scale FPS experience with up to 3 players in an 8-15 to 15 minute playtime session. It's available now, and the entry fee is around 1500 yen. E3 week is right around the corner! The acclaimed convention for new and upcoming consoles and games is starting on the 13th to the 16th of June, and unfortunately Shenmue 3 won't be making an appearance. To apologize for this, EaseNet has revealed a new character in the game in its latest monthly report, showing a buff and long-haired man with suspenders. It's a surprise as to how this character will impact the game's story. Although Shenmue 3 isn't appearing at E3, Sega is, and in full swing. We covered these in the past, but as a reminder, Sega's E3 lineup will be focused on playable builds of Sonic Mania and Forces, the latter with the recently announced custom hero mode, and Total War Warhammer 2 with the playable Lizardman class. And speaking of Sonic Mania, there is one pertinent announcement that blew up social media on Tuesday. After what seemed like a weekend of leaks, Sonic Mania is definitely coming, in mid-August. Sonic's social media team announced the 15th of August date in a beautifully animated trailer by Tyson Hess of the Sonic Mega Drive comics and Boxer Hockey fame, along with a new track by Hyper Potions. To make this better, they also teased a new, or old stage, which resembles a mix of a jungle stage with Stardust Speedway. We'll know more at E3 and at launch. But until then, pre-orders are live now for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Switch and PC for $19.99, and the Collector's Edition is still available for all four platforms. Super Dimension Neptune vs Sega Hard Girls is coming to PC on the 12th of June. This crossover of the RPG series and the animation series will finally be ported from its PlayStation Vita counterpart with upscale 1080p graphics and other improvements over the original release. Crazy Taxi is changing its fares, folks. Their um, new price per kilometer is uh, is free. 
According to a recent press release, Crazy Taxi Classic is going free-to-play with ads to the App Store and Google Play, along with the announcement of a new entry, Crazy Taxi Gazillionaire, which focuses on allowing local taxi companies to take back the power from ride-sharing conglomerates. Crazy Taxi Classic is available for free now. We have some neat extras to cap off this week's desk. Western Supersonic Convention is making its return for its fourth iteration this year, and it's looking for your support. At this time of writing, they have reached and surpassed their £1,000 goal for the basic event, but they are gaining for more. Fan rewards this year include a custom fan character, a 2017 pin, and more coming in the future. Western Supersonic is scheduled for the 21st of October at the Grand Pierre in Western Supermare. Yes. Yes. All of the yes. So, Gunstar Heroes amazing, spectacular, splendid, one-of-a-kind soundtrack is getting a vinyl release by none other than Data Discs. This will be a double-sided LP, sourced from the original hardware and cut at 45 RPM. This package will include concept art and illustrations for the game. The two LP packages that are available, and are all priced at £24.99, are in a red and blue split color effect, which is limited according to them and currently sold out, sorry, solid red and blue, and classic black. The vinyl soundtrack is available now. And although this week has been eventful, that's it for me for this week. I've been Shadow, you can follow me at DarkwindPT on Twitter, at Darkwin underscore on Twitch, and you can follow Radio Sega on Twitter as well. And we'll see you all next week. That was chatted with the news ask right here on the Sega Lounge. As a, as a good follow-up to that news desk edition, uh, we've got a short music break here. So this week, all music was picked by uh, Claire and Jono from a Western Supersonic. And one of the tracks that they picked, uh, we just had to play, is the music that was uh, used for the release date announcement trailer of Sonic Mania. So that's a track by Hyper Potions called Time Trials, which we'll be playing right now. And we'll be right back with a short chat with Chris Powell of Megavisions.
This is the Sega Lounge on Radio Sega. Come on in and have a seat. Hello, Chris. Hey, how's it going, man? It's good to be here. Yeah, great to have you. And so, Chris, um, you're a friend of the show, but uh, this this week you're here to tell us a bit about issue number three of Mega Visions, right? So it's out now; people can get it. And so, my question for you is: uh, What will people get when they uh, buy issue number three of Mega Visions? Yeah, definitely. So, so this issue of Mega Visions is kind of our our Sonic themed issue. Um, if you if you look back at the past few issues of of Mega Visions, each one has kind of had a theme around it where we focus on a particular game or, or series uh, or something along those lines. Not every issue is going to do that, but it just so happened uh, that it's just kind of come to that in the last few issues. So this one's our Sonic issue. So if you look uh, at our cover, uh, it has Sonic on it. Uh, it's, it's basically Sonic Fighters, which we have a review in this issue. Um, but our cover artist, Rob Duenas, uh, has, has done a remarkable job. Uh, a lot of people online uh, have, have really been drooling over this cover. Uh, and I yeah. think it's the best one that we have yet. I, I really, I really like so it. It shows, yeah. <laughs> it shows Sonic and Knuckles about to throw down and, and uh, a ton of other Sonic characters uh, are in the background and, and and things like that. So one of the things I like about Rob's work is it's one of those things where every time you pick up and look at a piece of his art, you seem to find something new. Uh, and he likes to throw all sorts of Easter eggs in there. Uh, so if you look closely, you'll probably end up finding something new uh, or just finding some some funny little Easter egg in there. So I, I, I really dig his stuff. Um, and we plan on rolling out uh, some prints here very mm -hmm. soon um, so people can buy them um, if they're interested in it. Um, outside of that, uh, looking at just like the content of it, uh, we have a ton of reviews, uh, a ton of retro reviews. Uh, we reviewed uh, the recent release Bayonetta, the PC port of that. Mm -hmm. um, Sega 3 Archives Final Stage, which uh, we imported from Japan. Uh, Graham did Motorsport Manager. Uh, we also got the Sonic uh, Time Twisted, the fan game. Yeah. Got a review of that in there. Um, Mega Cheryl Perils. It was an indie game. Uh, I want to say it was a, a Dreamcast release. Um, I've never heard of it, but one of our <laughs> uh, our, our writers uh, found this game and, and did a really fun review on it. It's, it's a strange game if you guys have never heard of it. Um, but check it out. There's some. Uh, it's it's almost uh, not suitable for work. Um, but we tried to. <laughs> if, if you if you look at it, there, we've we've covered some some of the naughty bits in there. Um, and so, um, if you have children looking at the magazine or, or someone who you don't you know isn't isn't old enough to look at it, they won't see anything inappropriate. Um, but we've we've hidden it. So. <laughs> That's it's cool. kind of funny, but <laughs> outside of that, we have for for retro review. So for this issue, we have Sonic the Fighters, like I said before. Uh, we mm -hmm. have Bomberman on Saturn. Uh, we have uh, Fantasy Star. Where we look at the the original Fantasy Star Master System. Um, we did uh, Mean Bean Machine, uh, Night Strikers, and Residents of Fate um, are all some reviews we had. So um, it's about close to 10 or so reviews that we have just in this issue alone, which I, I want to say is the most we've ever done. And yeah, one of the I things think that so. It's, it's yeah. interesting. Uh -huh. We keep adding more and more content each issue, uh, and I don't know how we're going to keep keep that up. I don't. It's not something that we are 
necessarily uh, doing on purpose. It just so happens that all of our, our writers, we all want to, to review games that we enjoy or games that we feel uh, maybe didn't get the attention that they deserved when they were originally released or even afterwards. So we like to, to go back and, and shine some light on some of these older games. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, one thing that's happening as well uh, is that Sega and Atlas have been putting out lots of news and new games. So it's it's an exciting time to, to actually uh, create a, a Sega-themed magazine, right? It is, and it. And I was actually just thinking about this uh, yesterday, or the, maybe it was the day before. But um, this is probably one of the most exciting times uh, to be a Sega fan or a Sega nerd mm-hmm. uh, in a really long time, because it see it really feels like Sega is is making some moves, which it really hasn't done in a long time. It, it's almost seemed like they've been content to focus on on some smaller games, and they really haven't had those AAA big budget games. Uh, and I think Sega is positioning itself to to become a bigger player, and I, I'm really excited to see what they're going to be doing. So yeah, you know, going back to what you're saying, I think this is actually the perfect time to to have launched a Sega magazine uh, because we're going to be able to to be kind of on the forefront of of some of the things that Sega is going to be doing. Um, you know, uh, coming into E3. And then yeah. going forward, I think we're going to have some some really exciting stuff uh, for the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. And as a follow up to that, uh, you mentioned E three, so you're going to be at E three this year, right? Yes, this is going to be my first E three. I've I've been had planned to go probably to the, to the last three E threes, and for whatever reason, something just pops up, and I, I'm not able to go. But I'm I'm going to make it happen this year. I'm willing it into being. I'm going to go. Awesome. <laughs> and so uh, lots of E3 coverage uh, on the next issue of Megavisions as well. Yeah, that's right. We, we plan on on going out and, and covering basically everything uh, that Sega is doing. We already have several interviews lined up um, with Sega, uh, mm-hmm. both of because I, I don't know if, if uh, you, you saw, but kind of Sega of America and Atlas are having their own little booth. And I think Sega of Europe is, is kind of doing their own thing. Yeah, so it's yeah. kind of interesting in that respect. Um, but we're going to be doing that. Um, some of the Sega network slash mobile stuff we're going to be able to go see. Uh, and we're also working with uh, At Games uh, to schedule an, an appointment for us to go see their new uh, HDMI Genesis or, or Mega Drive. I don't know if you saw yeah. the news come out, I think, last month or so. Mm-hmm. But uh, they invited us out to go check that out. So I'm really excited to get some hands-on time with that. Yeah, let's hope that the sound emulation is better than their handheld uh, Genesis consoles, right? Exactly. Yeah, that, that's exactly why I was going to go with that. Uh, I know a lot of people are interested in seeing if they can improve that sound emulation. Uh, and it's one of the things that uh, I'm, I'm definitely going to be looking at. And what's interesting is they're actually not going to be showing that at E3. Um, it sounds like they're going to actually be showing it at their offices in LA. Oh. So we're going to have to go to the at games office, which is good because what they were saying is that uh, they don't want the just the loud, all the noises and everything that comes with E3. Um, they're saying that you know being able to go in their offices where it's more quiet will be able to get a better uh, idea of of mm-hmm. the sound emulation and, and those type of things uh, with this new system that they have coming out. So I'm really looking forward to it. I definitely need to brush up on my at games hardware <laughs> um, experience. <laughs> so I, I plan on picking one up, uh, one of the older systems uh, mm-hmm. here in the coming days, just so I can get some time with it, um, go back and, and hear that sound again, because I've had some you know throughout the years and 
I, I like many people, I wasn't satisfied with uh, the sound emulation and yeah. and just the overall hardware. So I didn't hang on to them, and so I need to pick one up again just so I can make sure I have that fresh experience going into E3. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. So uh, Chris, we've we've mentioned this several times before, but for people who are just hearing about Megavisions, so it's it's a digital only magazine. So what does that exactly mean for uh, you know readers? What kind of experience can readers have from this being uh, a magazine that they can download for their tablets, their phones, their PC? What kind of right. content do you have? You know that regular magazines, paper magazines, don't have. Sure. So, like you said, it is a digital magazine, but uh, and there's a, a lot of other digital magazines out there. But I think the the, the biggest part where we differ from most of those other digital magazines is we're also in an interactive magazine. So you can not only are you reading the magazine, but you can interact with the magazine. Uh, you can listen to Tom Kalinske and Al Nilsson uh, recall these old memories that they had while running Sega of America, answering questions, uh, listening to developer interviews, things like that. And even you guys have your own column in each issue of, of Mega Visions where you uh, interview a different uh, musician or, or someone in the uh, kind of the, the, the music scene and then you also have your own playlist so that's one of the, the coolest parts I think about the Megavisions experience is that you can listen to some of these old uh, music and, and other uh, uh, pieces of, of interviews while you're reading the magazine and it just really I think adds to the Sega experience and just makes it feel like a, a really awesome uh, Sega magazine really yeah I think so too yeah, especially that part about radio Sega uh, but <laughs> but yeah <laughs> but I, I think I, I what I do when I when I'm reading uh, each issue is to, I just go to the playlist uh, although you know I know the, the songs but I, I usually go to the playlist uh, start playing it and start reading the magazine from the beginning so I it's like that uh, you know old feeling of being you know in your living room with your a magazine listening to music so and it's the whole the whole package the whole Sega experience in your hands so it's awesome I, I definitely recommend people to to get it so that's an, a brilliant question to end our, our little chat with how can people get Megavisions magazine? Absolutely. So uh, if you just pick up your smartphone, uh, your tablet, uh, or even go onto your computer, you can go to megavisionsmag.com and that's where you can go uh, and get links uh, to all the different app stores and the latest information about the magazine. Uh, or you can just go on any of your smart devices to the app store of your choice, uh, search Megavisions magazine and uh, our Apple pop-up for free you can download the app uh, you can even download our zero issue absolutely free to get a better idea of, of what the magazine's all about and how it kind of runs on your device and then if you want to uh, jump in and, and purchase an issue uh, you can do that as well each issues are about uh, I think two dollars and 99 cents I believe mm-hmm. uh, and or you can purchase a subscription to save a few bucks uh, so yeah I mean it's 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 really easy to get uh, you know we don't uh, you know, we, we try to keep the size of the magazine down as much as possible. And so it's not going to take a, a big presence on your your uh, machine or your, your tablet uh, and, and kind of blow it out from there. But, mm-hmm. uh, yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty easy to get. And if anyone out there reads it, uh, if you want to leave a review or rating on any of the app stores, we we always need those to, to help us you know gain some of that um, presence on there. 
definitely so people get on it uh it's it's an amazing magazine and it, it, just like you said it gets better each issue so um and it looks really really good those those cover arts are, are amazing um we need to get rob on the show sometime to tell us a bit about that his would be process. awesome yeah we need yeah i think he, i think it'd be it. great he is he's a uh, he's he's very experienced and talented he's worked on so many video game magazines um throughout his career uh, and he's just always doing something new uh so i think you guys would, would really like him chris thank you so much for coming on the sega lounge to to tell us a bit about issue number three of mega visions um you know all the best for your uh travels to to los angeles for e3 <laughs> and um be sure to come back uh when issue number four is out to tell us a bit more about that as well absolutely i, I hope that we'll have a ton of great e3 coverage for you and we have a lot of other things lined up for that issue as well so we'll be announcing some of those as uh the weeks come uh closer to mm -hmm. to the uh release of that issue but uh yeah i'd love to come back on and and uh, talk about that again. Awesome. And for everyone listening, don't forget, we always post links to Megavisions on, on the podcast description. We always tweet about it as well. So, you know, check out those links and, and get issue number three or even, you know, just subscribe, save some money and subscribe to the magazine. It's better that way. So, Chris, thank you again. Talk to you soon, buddy. Awesome. Thank you. Radio Sega. Playing the best Sega music 24-7.
Back to the Sega Lounge right here on Radio Sega, and this week it's my pleasure to welcome back to the show uh, a couple of really, really, you know, important people in the community. You know, maybe we could call them uh, uh, the community power couple, perhaps. I don't know. So we have. Would you like to introduce yourselves, by the way? Yeah, well, I think you should go first because um, I mean, this is all your fault. So okay, <laughs> yeah. Um, my name's Claire Cameron. Um, people in the community might know me as Rory Fu. I am the host of Western Supersonic, and next to me is my co-host and um, now fiance, um, Jono, otherwise known as Jono D, previously known as Cobra although I don't really use that name anymore. And uh, yeah, I'm also a co-host and stage manager at Western Supersonic. Awesome, and. Fiance, yeah, just not as important as co-host. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 that's, that's kind of secondary. <laughs> okay, so guys, welcome back to the show. So uh, I'm not sure if you remember, but uh, I was looking back at um, you know the archives, and you guys have been on the Sega Lounge uh, on uh, the first of August, 2015. I'm amazed that you remember because I don't. <laughs> yeah, promoting promoting Western Supersonic 2016. So um, yeah, it would have been around then. We would have yeah. been uh, setting up West Super Sonic 2016, wouldn't it? Uh huh. So so that happened. That happened. So uh, for those of uh, of our listeners that are not familiar with Western Supersonic, uh, what is Western Supersonic? First of all, uh, do you want me to take reins on this? Or? Yeah, you go for it. Uh, well, Western Supersonic um, it actually started off as a bit of a kind of like a birthday bash for Claire all the way back in 2014. Uh, she had the idea of renting out this very, very small community hall in uh, this little seaside town which we now live in called Western Supermare. Um, and the whole idea was basically just to try and get a whole bunch of Sonic fans together and have a bit of a, a bit of a, a mini convention slash birthday bash, if that makes sense. To be honest, it was one of those things where I thought it was probably just going to be me and some of my closest friends, and then it was something like about 50 people turned up. So it's quite was impressive. It yeah, we had a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, um, we um, did the. So you did that event because I wasn't involved at that point, and uh, there were things like we did like some little racing tournaments. I had a table with like some rare merch on it, which I could show people. We had some games. We had like a a little Sonic scale trick set up in the corner, which um, I think you try and build as a. Uh, like a, a Sonic All-Stars racing tournament or something I like so that. I so want to bring that back if I can. <laughs> um, as well as other things. And uh, then, yeah, after that... The, so th that was in... 2000... January of 2014, that event was. So three years ago. Um, was it three years yeah. ago? Yeah, I guess it would have been three years ago. So that, that that was the first one, right? But then uh, you, yeah. you thought, let's let's do something bigger and bring it back. Well, uh, that's the interesting thing. Um, we we uh, decided after we kind of started getting together and started collaborating that yeah, we are definitely going to do 
another one. And uh, it was that year that we ran our charity auctions where we actually, we had like a, it was a Japanese Amy and Dr. Eggman statue that we decided, you know what, we'll stick these up on eBay, we'll see how much we get for the event and then yeah, we'll see what we can do with the cash that we get. One thing we weren't expecting was um, just quite how deep the pockets of certain people in the fandom are. And uh, we ended up raising, I think it was in excess of £2,000. And we just kind of, um, I just remember we woke up, we had a look at the eBay auctions, and I think I remember calling you and saying, is my eBay working properly? It's, it's telling me that each of these auctions have got like over £1,000 on the each. It, is this right? And sure enough, you told me, yeah, this is, yeah, this is correct. Oh, right, we better do something good with it. <laughs> Yeah, because we didn't expect it to raise anywhere near that much. So we we were hoping that perhaps with the next venue that we might be able to make like hire out a slightly bigger hall. Mm-hmm. Our dream was always to get the Grand Pier at Western Supermare, but we thought that's probably going to be about four or five years down the line. We just weren't even considering that it in was, the second year. It, it was pipe dream territory. So uh, when we saw all that money just kind of roll in from um, just off the back of those two auctions, we thought this is amazing we can actually get all kinds of people in we could get get our dream venue um which is the um we can get eccentric now <laughs> yeah what was it? what's the name of the uh, suite that we uh, book out uh the regency suite yeah yeah that's it we booked out the regency suites in uh, at the grand pier which is right up top of the grand pier you got a big arcade downstairs which we can go down and check out we can afford to get in all these amazing guests on because we had like uh, Richard Elson came along that year. We had Mike Pollock who joined us on um, Skype for a Skype call, and um, again, Skype broke on us for that, which is great. <laughs> and uh, yeah, Skype. And, uh, yeah, we like to talk about Skype in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, the year, just as a matter of growth from one year to another, was I couldn't even comprehend it. Like, and I don't think you could comprehend it either, could you? No, I was just absolutely blown away by the support that the event got. And I mean, we didn't do badly for like tickets either, because tickets for West Supersonic have always been free. So, mm-hmm. um, and we had about 200 people come through the doors that year, which um, which absolutely astonished us as well. Yeah. Um, so that was 2015, mm-hmm. and that was a lot of fun. Um, that is when we went into 2016, which is when we started doing Kickstarter campaign. Yeah. And uh, we raised... How much did we raise last year? I can't remember exactly. It was around £1,600. We raised around £1,600. A lot of that was actually donated by Radio Sega's own Simon, which uh, we are eternally thankful for, thankful for Simon. We love you. <laughs> um, yeah. And... Um, yeah, sure enough, we were able to return to Regency Suite in West Supermare. We were able to get the sort of more, get more guests in. We were able to do more stage events, and it was just a whole lot of fun. And then there was the, uh, what I kind of argue was, was the biggest event at the end of the day when, um, yeah, a certain thing happened where I embarrassed you in the best way possible. <laughs> in the, well, for you possibly, the worst way possible. <laughs> but, uh, for me, the best way possible. You got me twice, first with the birthday and then with the proposal. Yeah, but, I, but I, then I thought, okay, I'm going to propose to you now because, yeah, why not? Um, well, actually, because I actually love you very much. Oh, so. I love you too. Yeah. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, and sure so, enough, so, yeah, all of you. That, that was probably the highlight of last year's convention, right? So. 
Um, it was only a highlight for me. Um, I, I think everyone. Um, I remember watching that online. I, I unfortunately wasn't able to attend, but um, yeah. I remember watching it. Uh, you know, everyone was talking about it online. My Twitter feed blew up uh, because of that, and, and uh, I think everyone enjoyed <laughs> it very much. <laughs> yes, yes. Sorry. <laughs> so yeah, the, I think that was definitely one of the highlights. So so yeah, last last year was was a, a great success. Great success. Oh, yeah. um, and uh, and so it, it it's only logical that you are bringing it back again for 2017, right? So instead of having the convention in January as per usual this time when uh, is Western Supersonic happening uh, Super Western Supersonic this year is actually happening in October which is quite a few sort of months after we would normally do it because uh, normally we try and do it every January to give people because normally convention sort of scene in January very early part of the year is pretty dead it's a barren wasteland <laughs> yeah. yeah not a lot happens in January and um, yeah I'm sure you know that if you've ever sort of gone through January you're just kind of mm. a bit depressed at work so um, <laughs> yeah that was the whole idea of that but the big problem which we kind of faced with running it in January of this year was um, me and Claire were actually in the middle of a house move so we weren't really able to kind of dedicate the time to properly doing like a fundraising campaign or to properly arrange anything mm -hmm. so um we got moved in and we then kind of decided i think it was um a few months ago that yeah we can't not do it we can't just skip a year so um well, and... we, we were sort of just sat there sort of like mm, we should think about it. are we going to do it this year mm, we're not sure and then eventually i got to the point of saying jonathan we're doing it <laughs> and I just kind of went along for a ride. Yeah, you just have to, right? Uh, so, uh, and, and this year is especially, uh, you know, a good year to do it because there was no, or there will be no Summer of Sonic, at least, not that I'm mm -hmm. aware. Uh, and so that that's always nice to to have a, a Sonic convention for people to attend. Um, so. Obviously, you're going on or you're on Kickstarter, wanting people to to pledge and to help you guys, uh, you know, put this thing, this massive thing together again. Um, yeah. You know, guide us a bit through the the whole process of putting this convention together. So last last time you were here, uh, you were not the main the main guests of the show, so we didn't have much time to talk about that. But um, tell us a bit more about how this this thing works so for people curious about how can they uh, put together a, a sonic convention how crazy do you have to be to put one of these things together um, um yeah i think probably very crazy <laughs> yeah i think i think on, I think on, a, on a scale of one to insane you probably need to be at least somewhat off the, off the rails to so basically um, eggman yeah, <laughs> yeah, Eggman, Eggman, for a bit of Eggman Nager and uh, possibly a bit of Eblis, I don't know. Just, you know, just absolute chaos everywhere. I, th I think in all fairness, it probably, it takes, I think it's one thing, you just need to take that first step and say that you're going to do something and yeah. like no matter what the outcome ends up as, like you don't think about that at the time, you just do it. Because mm -hmm. um, I mean, the first convention that I did, 
as I thought it might have just been me and a few of my friends turn up but the fact that so many people turned up in the end and to such a smallish little town as well really yeah. it was absolutely amazing because um, I think the other bit of advice which I would give as well is um, if you do want to start then start small absolutely do not start approaching big venues and stuff because you'll find yourself in a world of hurt really really quickly <laughs> and secondly um, with that in mind if it's small try and sort of do it all yourself so don't suddenly start falling on to or trying to rely on people to sort of fund your event mm. for you show kind of show people that you can do it which mm. is kind of which is kind of what um you know the first two years of western supersonic were about because yeah, the the very first year i funded the event out of my own pocket i hired the venue i managed to get some cakes made i funded the um raffle prize as well all the equipment even now most of the equipment is my own like the games consoles and they're my own personal consoles um and is is one of those things that for quite a while yet it's probably going to be that case so you have to be willing to be able to put your own heart and soul into it mm -hmm. as well as quite a bit of money as well because i think every year we've always put quite a bit in ourselves haven't we oh, oh yeah we've we have put, we have poured some stuff into it out of our own pockets respectively each year but um yeah it's just a matter of um absolutely throwing it in and just showing the community that you can do it and showing your kind of love for it yeah but now you, you already have the people's trust so people know you can do it so it's easier for you to it should be at least it should be easy to get people to get behind the project and you know support it with with their money and and maybe help a lot right because i mean um yeah exactly because uh, this year um we hit the 1000 pound goal which is what we needed to actually you know just get the basic event going mm -hmm. in in less than five hours yeah which absolutely blew our mind i mean I think last year for 2016, it took us a, at least a few days to actually kind of take us over the threshold for us to actually be able to do it. But at the time that we're talking now, we've raised uh, 1,755, which has already beaten, you know, everything that we we were doing last year. And we're still with 25 days to go. Mm -hmm. And we have already, because of the Kickstarter, those people that have backed it, nearly half the tickets are gone already for the event yeah so it's, that shows how much people trust you as well mm, right so they, they know you can do it they know you can put together a good show and so. it's a really and it is a really really um it's just like a really warm glowy feeling but you know that mm. people want to see the event back i mean that just kind of warms my heart as mm, rubbish yeah. as, yeah. as mushy as that sounds <laughs> it, it just really kind of just makes my day but you know people like the event they want to come back and they're just happy mm. to kind of just throw themselves into it again mm -hmm. yeah definitely that's awesome that's awesome um and yeah and it shows that people really want to to see a, a new one mm. happening uh, and it's it, that's something interesting like you said this is not happening and for people not in the uk myself included uh, this is not happening like in london or anything uh, it's not a, no. like a central location right so no this is maybe may surprise people how how much people are behind are getting behind this uh, especially since it's not really that easy to to go to western supermare i believe it's um it's not impossible to get to i mean um <laughs> if you you know how to get to bristol and if you've got if you've got a car then it's pretty much it's directly on the m on a motorway called the m5 so um it's not 
it's not impossible to get to it's just um it's maybe just more out the way than maybe some of the big more big or more mainstream conventions might be so it's not like in the middle of london or it's not in the middle of birmingham or it's not in the middle of manchester or wherever you like it's um yeah just a small seaside town which is um just full of fish and chips and lots of arcades and yeah people people want to come which is great yeah it's great so um in the, in the past few years uh, have you have um people from other countries as well attending apart from uh, one of the guests that always goes right oh yes um we have a regular who <laughs> joins us every year and even who joins us every year which is um, of course Farron Rodriguez who um, was responsible for many of the uh, Badnik uh, pinups in the 90s in the Sonic the Comic and he's just become one of our best friends <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah he, he's in sort of constant contact with us and we always just kind of come up to him we're always happy to welcome him back because he he loves it here with us and we love having him here so he's what he's kind of like our almost like our, our reliable international <laughs> guests although we ha I have had like people who have contacted me in the past from as far as Florida who have said that oh yeah West Supersonic 2018 I want to come which is I believe last year we did have a couple of people internationally I can't remember where from but I know we did have a couple and I, I same again with you that I know quite a few people that have said that yeah they definitely want to come in one of the future ones which all of a sudden makes me really really scared because I think oh no they're going to pay all this money to travel to the UK and we've got to <laughs> and we've got to put on a show for them and make them not feel like they've thrown their money away coming to Western Sea from there <laughs> yeah well at least they have fish and chips and arcades so that's not exactly they have fish and chips they have arcades and they have a beach oh okay and, uh, so that's that's great <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think they, they'll go there for for that but you know I, th I think it's for the convention oh uh, my good fish and chips I, I wouldn't leave without something <laughs> <laughs> okay so uh, so some people uh, already you know so you, you had some some international uh, attendees right so maybe yeah. this year we can get more people hopefully this year I, I, I'll do my best to attend but I'm, I'm not really sure I need to check my availability so let's see what happens uh how far would you be traveling? Uh, I'm I'm in Portugal, so not not really that far. Not really that far. So it's, it's doable. We'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. That's cool. Yeah. So maybe maybe we can have all of Radio Sega people there. Who knows? So guys, oh. guys listening in, go back the the Kickstarter project, and we'll see you at Western Supermare in October. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, um, the Sonic show, um, I don't think we've actually announced it, but the Sonic show have already told us that they're more than happy to come back and sort of provide live streaming services for us again, and possibly to do some more really fun like, stage events. Like, um, if you watched last year, mm -hmm. uh, we did the really fun um, Ask, Ask Uncle Poxy Live, which yeah. was a lot of fun. Like... Uh, yeah. So um, for people, Jamie and Everett. for people who who are used to listening to the opinion show on Radio Sega, you know that but, that but live, okay, on stage. So uh, another reason to back this Kickstarter project and go to. And on top of that, it's just really really fun watching Uncle Poxy get really flustered at some of the questions he gets asked. <laughs> okay, so um, Claire and Jono, uh, we're having a great time. Uh, you know, chatting with you, but it's time to take a quick music break. 
We'll be right back. Okay. Uh, yeah. And we have a surprise for you because last time you were here, you were, as I said, you were not the main guests of the show. So you just had a few minutes with us. But now it's time for you to go through something that I'm going to tell you. You know, tell you more about in a few minutes. Okay, so you're listening to the Sega Lounge. (laughs) Be scared, (laughs) be afraid. You're listening to the Sega Lounge. We'll be right back. Take a listen to. I'd expect this this. kind of thing on the Sonic Show, not the Sega Lounge. (laughs) This is much worse. We'll be right back. some blast processing to your day. This is Radio Sega. Welcome back to the Sega Lounge right here on Radio Sega. This week we have Claire and Jono. Hello. Hey again. Welcome back. And I hope you're excited because we have a surprise for you. Oh uh, no, I'm still scared. <laughs> so... We'll we'll talk a bit more about the Kickstarter project, but before that, everyone that comes on the Sega Lounge, you know, the main guests of the week, have to go through something we like to call the Sega Lounge Challenge. Okay, um, but you know, it's not the same uh, if we don't play the intro for you guys. Okay, so I'm gonna play the, the intro to the Sega Lounge Challenge just you know to, to get you in the mood, in the proper mood for this. Okay, so this is the the Sega Lounge Challenge intro. Enjoy. Now, you know our guests. They're amazing. They're stars. But are they ready for the Sega Lounge Challenge? It can be a quiz in reverse music. It can be anything we want. 
Welcome, welcome to your doom. I mean, welcome to the Sega Lounge Challenge. Yeah, that's it. So I hope you're excited, you know, after that that lovely <laughs> intro. Uh, welcome to your doom. I think Claire's run for the window and jumped out. <laughs> Uh, Not what I was expecting. <laughs> if, if she hasn't, uh, she will soon. Okay, so <laughs> so uh, this week's uh, Sega Lounge Challenge. So as the man said, um, it can be anything we want. But this week, I thought, let's do something different. So you guys have a Kickstarter going. Uh, it's, a, it's a great uh, project. It's a great convention. We love to get behind these uh, great projects. And so... Uh, let's do something entirely different. We've never done anything like this before. Well, you know, that's not entirely true, but... Okay. Uh, the challenge this week, and let me ask you this. Uh, how knowledgeable are you about uh, Echo the Dolphin? Echo the Dolphin? Um, I've got Echo CD, which is my favorite version of Echo the Dolphin. Good, good, because we'll not, we won't be doing anything related to Echo the Dolphin. Uh, our challenge this week is, (laughs) our challenge this week is, in reverse, Sonic Music. Okay, so it's a little game we like to call in reverse. So what's going to be happening here is, I have 10 short, uh, 10 second long clips of uh, different Sonic tracks. So tracks from various Sonic games. Um, and I'm going to play them to you one at a time, and you need to guess what the game and the stage is. Okay, so that's that's just it. But I'm going to give you an extra incentive, okay? So, an incentive? In, an extra okay. incentive. So, we have 10 tracks here, okay? For each track that you get correctly, for each track that you guess correctly, um, Radio Sega will be doing a, a donation of five pounds for the Kickstarter project. Okay, so what? So if you get all ten right, we'll add an, another fifty pounds to the the ongoing Kickstarter project. Okay, so as you as a reward, <laughs> as a reward for uh, going through our painful the Sega Lounge challenge. Does that sound okay? Sounds like a good deal. No, sounds let's like do a good it. deal. So I need. I think we need a proper uh, background music. Uh, so there we go. Casino music. Uh, guessing here. Not, I'm guessing that one's not in reverse. Yes, that's not in reverse. So I, I should have done this before. So as I said, it's time to make some money on the second lounge for Western Supersonic. Uh, for each correct answer, you get five pounds for your project. Okay. So Claire. And Jono, are you ready yeah. to play yeah, the second launch challenge? Okay, let's stop this and go with song or track number one. So easy. <clears throat> it actually sounds a pretty funky when played like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that one is from Sonic Meadows 2, and that is Metropolis Zone. Mm, interesting. Um, are you sure? Yeah. So that's like your final answer. Totally. Don't want to listen to that again. Play it again, because it was funky as hell. <laughs> <laughs> Only if you need it. I think we're good. Yeah, yeah I think we're good. Yeah. 
I thought that, that one was easy. Awesome. I'm right, sorry, awesome. but yes, you're correct. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so one down, five Nine pounds. To go. Nine to go. Nine to go. Let's see what happens next. So are you ready for uh, in reverse track number two? Let's do it. Yeah, oh, by good. the way, I, sh I should play the track not in reverse, just to confirm. So Obviously, yeah. Metropolis Zone from Sonic 2. Of course, of course. Okay, so time for uh, track number two. Ready? Yeah. yeah. This is the track in reverse. Yep, I know that one as well. Um, do you want to say it? Because I said the last one. I believe it's Hydro City Act 1 from yeah. Sonic 3. Mm. <laughs> so you're absolutely sure that yes. that is yeah. a correct one? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. Maybe you're right. And you are! Indeed! Hey. <laughs> Let's take a listen. Hydrosity Zone Act 1 from Sonic 3. And would as I've learned, the, as I've learned in doing this show... Sorry? Would you taken the points away from us who would have called it Hydro City and not Hydrosity? Uh, yeah, as I was saying, I was going to say, um, I learned by doing this show that it's Hydrosity. After, you know, several mentions of Hydrosity hydro Zone, uh, several people have, you know... Uh, told me you suck because it's hydrosity. So yeah, but no, I I would have accepted anyway. Yeah, nice. So ten pounds, ten pounds. Let's see yeah, what happens next. Next one is probably not as easy. So ready for number three? Uh, no, I'm not ready, but let's do it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> let's do this. Really nice. Uh, <laughs> I'd listen it'll to this. It'll sound nicer when um, played the right way, because that is um, Dragon Road in the day from Sonic Unleashed, or Chunan, if you want the consonant. Mm. Should I play this again? Or yeah, play your it final again. answer? Play it again. Okay, let's play this again. So, yeah, I'm fairly confident that is Dragon Road um, Day, Dragon Road Day from Sonic Unleashed. Final answer. Final answer. Definitely Dragon Road Day. Okay, let's yeah. see. Let's let's take a listen. And it is Sonic yeah. Unleashed. <laughs> Very good. Well done. Excellent job. So yeah. So you deserve this. Yay. Okay. Very good. So three out of three. Impressive. Impressive. Can you keep this up? I don't think we will. <laughs> That's the question. <laughs> That's the question. Okay. So 15 pounds so far. Let's see if we can get to 20 pounds. Let's see. Uh, number four. Ready? 
Yeah. Let's go. It's impressive how similar to the original this sounds. It is, isn't it? <laughs> it is. Um, and I absolutely love this track because it's, uh, it's one of my new favorite pieces of sonic music ever made. And if it doesn't get released on disc, I'm going to be, I'm going to, I'm going to hate Sega forever. Um, but that is Studiopolis Zone from the upcoming Sonic Mania. What can I say? Yeah. Of course, of course it is. So, Studiopolis Zone. Act one? I'm not sure. Still not sure. Yeah, I believe so. From Sonic Mania. Yes, obviously. Yeah. And so, another five pounds. Yay. Well done, well done. Okay, this is impressive. Four out of four. Let's go with number five. Hmm, number five. Number five. <laughs> number five. Let's see. That was an evil laugh you just made. It mind. was. <laughs> let's, let's, let's take a listen. Yeah, that's definitely that track from that game. Yeah, definitely. That one yeah. is a lot more difficult, and I think I may need to actually hear that one one more time. Okay, let's do this. I've gone, I've gone inkling. I don't know if it's correct or not, because I'm not as familiar with this game's soundtrack because I haven't listened to it that much. But that makes me think of Windy Hill from Sonic Lost World. Mm -hmm. And that would be your final answer. It, it would have to be. It's the only thing that kind of comes to my mind, unfortunately. Yeah. So. Yeah, only one way to find out. Uh, it's not the end of the world. We have five more, so let's see if it's the correct answer or not. And it is! Yeah. Oh, that. <laughs> that one was a difficult one. That one was tricky. Yeah, a bit trickier, right? So, Sonic Lost World with the Heal Zone 1. Very good. Good job. And so, yeah, don't forget, you need to play this. <laughs> yes. Good job, good job. Uh, so, yeah. Five out of five. 20, 25 already? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that, that went fast. Let's see. Number <laughs> six. Number six. Mm, number six. Let's play this. <clears throat> now you're being evil. Because really? that could be one of two games, but I think I know. Which go for one the to go for on. the original one, if you're. Go for the, ori go the original. In, in well, I think of well the version I think you've used there is from Sonic Generations, but um, if you want the game it originally came from, it that sounds like Planet Wisp from Sonic Colors, mm -hmm. and that would be my final answer. So no need to play this again then. No, I don't think so. <laughs> they were like, mm, nah. Okay. Um, yeah, let's see. 
Okay, yeah, so this is the original one, actually. Planet Crisp Act 1 from Sonic Colors. That's it. Very good. Good job. So, another five pounds. Good job. Good job. Only four more left. Four? Yeah. Seven, eight, nine, and ten. Okay. If you start throwing ambience tracks at us, we're not going to be happy. <laughs> I don't think there's, you know, I think the harder one, the hardest one was um, the Sonic Lost World track, actually. Mm-hmm. I think it gets easier from now on, so let's let's take a listen to number it's seven. Let's listen to our full sense of security. <laughs> number seven. Right, I'd say that one's um, Death Egg Zone Act 1 from Sonic and Knuckles. Are you sure? Yes. Should I play this again? No. No. So you're sure it's... <laughs> you know, assume, yeah, assuming, assuming it's Death Egg Zone, you're sure it's Act 1? Yes. Yes. Let's see. It is. Well done. <laughs> well done okay Death Act Zone Act 1 from Sonic and Knuckles incredibly it's... danceable track yes yes it's great it's great I didn't like this uh, before but you know after hearing it a lot in the past few years I, I've grown to like it very much uh, let's keep going number 8 let's keep yeah. making it rain number 8 is this particular track here. Mm-hmm. You're going proper classic on us now. Uh, that, I can say without a shadow of a doubt, is Scrap Brain Zone from Sonic the Hedgehog 1. Or just Sonic the Hedgehog, if you want to be. Well, not that yeah. Sonic. <laughs> yeah, it's not the Hedgehog one, not the Xbox 360 one. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but but which which version of Sonic One here? So so many releases of Sonic One. Was this from the 3DS one? Was this from the I don't know? Can you be more specific? Wait, it's not the PAL version. <laughs> no, it's definitely not the PAL version, is it? Because otherwise it would be going much much slower. Much slower, much slower. <laughs> I'm just and kidding. I'm just that, kidding. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, you, you're good. You're good. Obviously, it's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so th- this was actually taken from the the mobile version, the Christian Whitehead oh, remastered oh, one. Yeah, yeah. Be- that's because it sounds a little bit more, you know, crispier and uh, more HD. So uh, that's good. That's good. So only two left. Oh my God! Mm-hmm. Can you go for the perfect the perfect score? That's very exciting. Uh, let's see what is behind door number nine. So many doors. Nice. Okay, that one. Um, I'm not going to be around the bush. Um, that one is... That's the opening to Emerald Coast from Sonic Adventure, if I'm not mistaken. What if you are? 
Um, if I am mistaken, then Claire's gonna slap me. <laughs> I wanna hear that. Okay, so when you slap him, you know, make sure it's a proper slap so we we can all real hear good that. one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that will have to wait for next time. It's obviously you know Azure Blue World from uh, Asia you know, Blue World. Emerald Coast Sonic Adventure. Yeah, that's it. Very good. Very well done. So. Another five pounds and only one track to go. Oh, this it's closer. It's egg. closer than ever. Can you make it to fifty pounds? Let's see. We'll have to see, won't we? We won't. We will have to see. Um, I'm not sure. Is this a hard one? Is this an easy one? I don't know. Judge for yourselves. I have to say, this sounds amazing. Backwards. It does sound amazing, <laughs> and uh, it is a pretty good one. I like the fact that you say it. Okay, believe it's Casino <laughs> Park from Sonic Heroes. Are you sure? You didn't sound too confident about that. I'm not confident at all. <laughs> What happens if you're mistaken? Is there going to be some slapping? Yeah, probably. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so. Slap! Slap, slap! No, I'm just kidding. You're not. You're you're right, (laughs) yes. Well done! This is a good one. I felt the hot sting of a slap across my face the second that tried (laughs) to play. So, yes! Well done! And this means you get a perfect score and another uh, 50 pounds for uh, the Kickstarter project. Yay! That is utterly amazing. And that's really really cool as well. That 50 pounds will take us over 1,800 pounds, which is going to be unheard of for um, us and when when we've done Kickstarter Scratch, we've only done two. But um, (laughs) yeah, this is utterly brilliant. Awesome. We've not had a budget to work with quite like this for not for a while. Not for a while. Excellent. Thank you ever so much. Oh, it's it's all you. You answered the question. <laughs> so you you went through the Sega Launch challenge. Not many people, you know, are 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 you know are able to do it and and still be alive after it. So yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. Um, and not only do you get uh, the 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 money for the Kickstarter project courtesy of Radio Sega, but you also get our special uh, Sega Lounge seal of approval, which I'm going to uh, send to you right now uh, via Discord uh, <laughs> uh, in a few seconds. So there we go. The seal of approval. Well done. Hey, yeah, the freakiest, the f- <laughs> one of the freakiest things I've ever seen in my life. Um, look at the thumbs. That's incredible. <laughs> Uh, it's 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 scary. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> well done, well done, uh, Jono and and Claire. So we we mm, we have uh, a bit more to talk about. So let's talk about the the proper project uh, now. So what um, can people expect? What kind of rewards can people get from pledging uh, and everything? So what's what's still available? Because some of them are not available. Uh, anymore? Yeah, quite a, quite a lot of them um, have disappeared already, which I was not expecting at all. <laughs> um, but I mean, a lot a lot of the general rewards, um, they 
sort of have things that are very similar to what we did last year. So we've got um, we're going to have the return of our metal pin badges, which were very popular last year. Um, we're also going to be having um, T-shirts designed for the event. There's a little bit of a twist on the T-shirts this time that also comes in with our new reward, which is the custom character reward, yeah. which is in celebration of Sonic Forces. So the idea of this one is that um, for like five pounds, we will draw and colour whoever donates their fan character. And that fan character, not only will they get like a digital version of the picture, but they will also feature on the T-shirt. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. And then, um, and then uh, this holiday season, they can, you know, put that exact same character in the game. Into Sonic Forces. <laughs> yep. no, 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 <laughs> into Sonic Forces. Yes. But they that, can that, dream. that they have to do <laughs> themselves. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't come disclaimer it doesn't come with the kickstarter project um yeah so yeah uh, you were you were mentioning the 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 the, the badge I, and i have mine from last year because uh, i did oh you attempt, got your I, uh, kickstarter badge yeah you? yeah i have mine here so uh will it be a different color this year is it red? yeah it will be yeah. A, it will be a red one this year yeah so uh, i'll have a green one and a red one yay yeah uh, okay so awesome um Yeah, so um, I, I lost my train of thought there. Uh, I'm excited about the pins. Uh, yeah, so uh, talking about Sonic Forces. So that's why s someone asked me, why are they using the Sonic Forces logo? And that's the explanation as well. So the, the style of the Sonic Forces logo for, the, for this year's convention, uh, it's got to do with the custom character thing. So that's, that's a, a pretty neat idea, I think. Well, um, there's there's a couple of reasons behind mm -hmm, the change in mm -hmm, the logo. Mm -hmm. The true one is actually that my laptop died, so all the graphics have gone with it. <laughs> so um, I had to create a new logo. <laughs> don't tell, don't tell that to the people. It's all magical. No, but but it it was a good opportunity to come up with a new logo, and because we're going to be the convention is going to be in between Sonic Mania and the upcoming so Sonic Forces, we thought mm -hmm. it would be a fantastic way to celebrate the release of Sonic Forces if we did that sort of thing. So that's the reason for the design and the reason why we're doing fan characters. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that's a good idea. It, you know, it's, uh, mm -hmm. it's, it's good to, to play out of the Sonic Forces uh, concept mm -hmm. as well. Um, what else can people expect? So uh, anything uh, different this year that you are planning and can share already or is it too soon? It's still fairly early days, really, but um, we do have some exciting new... Because um, every year we have artists who come along and have tables and they sort of demonstrate all the things that they can do. We do have some quite exciting new um, artists who are going to actually be joining us this time around who have already either A, expressed interest or B, have already booked their place actually at the convention already. So that's something you can definitely look forward to. We're going to be looking at... Um, guests in the pretty much the immediate future so we've contacted quite a few guests already we haven't heard back from all of them sort of just yet but um yeah we're guests are something that we're currently dealing with and fingers crossed if um sega is feeling happy again um because last <laughs> year they actually sent us a i can't remember if it was one or two huge boxes full of two massive boxes two <laughs> massive boxes of assorted like sega and sonic merchandise which uh, they gave to us as prizes which is really really kind of a massive props to them we but... are in contact with sega europe at the moment so we're hopefully working something out <laughs> they seem to be feeling happier these days so hopefully you know all goes yes, well we're not yes they're not telling us to go away and 
do that kind of stuff. <laughs> that, that that was the old Sega. Um, so yeah, so that's that's great. So um, if if people want to pledge, they should go to the Kickstarter page, right? So uh, yes, there's also do. there's also the the website, right? Your, yeah, your... West Zips on it website, and the place you want to go to get the most up-to-date news will be our Facebook page. So if you just search for West Zips on on Facebook, then you'll sure enough you'll see it. It'll have the sort of kind of the Sonic Forces inspired logo with a uh, modern super holding out uh, his four fingers, denoting the fourth convention. Then yeah, we'll um, and yeah, you'll be able to get all the kind of details down on the website. And here I was thinking that it was because of the damn fourth K assembly. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's the fourth convention. Oh, it's the damn fourth convention! Yay! Uh, <laughs> yeah, that should be our tagline. <laughs> yeah, I think you, you've got a new slogan. Um, so, so yeah, I put that on how I put that on how to find us. How to find that damn fourth convention? Where's <laughs> <laughs> that damn fourth convention? Exactly. That's a good a good idea. And you can also, if if you are listening to us, you can also check out uh, if you're listening to the podcast version. I mean, uh, of the show. Uh, check out the podcast description so we ha will have links for all of these uh, places the Kickstarter page the Facebook page the website so you can all uh, you can check all of those in the podcast description and just click and pledge uh, to the Kickstarter project so uh, as of now um, so you've gone over the the 1800 pound uh, goal not goal but the goal is uh the goal was 1000 pounds right so uh, you've gone over that by a, 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 a long margin but how much money do you think would be would be the ideal amount of money for you to can to, to put together the, the the best convention you you can uh now you're asking us because uh <laughs> of course exchange rates change and stuff like that but if we can get anything around maybe the absolute dream would be to get something like around two and a half thousand pounds, which would be like a similar level of budget to what we had for 2015, uh, which is when we got like just tons of yes in from pretty much everywhere. Uh, that was really incredible. And we just made that go a long way and we were able to create these amazing things like goodie bags and stuff for all our guests. And so that if we can get anything kind of near that, but we'll be over the moon. But we'll we'll put it on the show. We'll put on it. We'll do our best for it on the great show, regardless. But two and a half thousand pounds would be, yeah, you'd be seeing some good stuff. Awesome, awesome. So that's that's what people should be, you know, aiming for. So, you know, check check the Kickstarter page every day, and if they and if they're not uh, at the twenty five hundred uh, mark yet, just pledge some more. That's some. That's what everyone should do. I should be your uh, some campaign manager or something or marketing manager or something um <laughs> but seriously so go go pledge for the kickstarter uh, campaign anything else you'd like to tell the people listening to us and um you know curious about this maybe on the fence should i pledge should i not pledge should i go should i not go well okay this is just I suppose this should just be a message to anybody who's kind of on the fence of going. If you've ever kind of thought that, you know, it's not going to be the kind of thing for me, there's not really going to be that much for me, I mean, just go for people. And, you know, because we've had so many people who have come to us, both, you know, sort of fans, mothers who have brought their kids, just saying that, you know, the atmosphere is just so good and so, you know, welcoming. And they've made so many new friends that it's, 
that's just kind of made the day worth it in of itself. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty much what I'd say is that you know you can cut you can come for the event, but you should really come just sort of stay for the people that you're going to be enjoying the event with. Because um, I mean, you can come along and heck, even if you don't like our event, you can still go downstairs and spend time in like one of the biggest arcades in the country. So <laughs> there's always that. Oh yes, and the fish and chips, and fish and chips, uh, and um, I don't know, but do still and the beach, and the beach. They should do. <laughs> I think they do still do amazing ice cream. I think they do ice well. cream any time of the year, to be honest. As long as people come, come for ice cream there. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you, you, you're getting a lot of good uh, slogan ideas here at this show. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> don't come for Sonic. Come for the ice cream. Come for the, the ice cream. cream stay for Sonic. Jet. I don't, and the fish and chips. Okay, <laughs> Claire and Jono, so all the best for the Kickstarter campaign. Thank you so much for coming on the Sega Launch again and for being such such good sports. Um, you know, keep us keep us uh, updated on on how the the event plans are going, uh, and we'll be sharing news throughout uh, the rest of the of the year, of the next few months leading to the event. Um, and yeah, and for everyone listening in, don't forget. Uh, check out the Kickstarter page and pledge away. There's only 29, is it? 29 days left? Um, at the moment, um, at the time of recording, there's 25 days left 25. to go. So at the time you're listening to this, 24 days left because, you know, it's we're recording this on Wednesday and it's a Thursday. It's the magic of the internet. Uh, so 24 days left. Go get it. Go pledge. Get your tickets and... Hopefully, we'll see you there at Western Supersonic October 2017. Claire and Jono, thank you so much again for coming on the show. All the best. Uh, and you know, you need to come, come back soon to talk about uh, the 2018 event. Oh, yes, we certainly will. Yeah. Thank you ever so much for having, for having us and for um, uh, throwing money at us. Yes, is, thank you ever so much. We Every love to make it rain. Yay. <laughs> okay so and for the rest of you guys uh, keep listening because we have memories of Sega coming right after this but first a quick music break on Sega Lounge right here on Radio Sega
every week a different guest, Sega music, news, and whatever else we can think of. The Sega Lounge, only on Radio Sega. From the 90s to the present, take a trip back in time with A Winner Was You as he looks back at the Sega games that defined his life. Memories of Sega. With so many shooters on the Mega Drive, standing out from a crowd is a pretty tough thing to do, so it comes as a surprise that one of the better examples managed to stand out by not standing out. Confused? Let me introduce you then to Truxton. Known in Japan as Tatsujin, this game is a vertical shooter released in 1989. It was originally an arcade game released the previous year by Toraplan, who you may remember as the folks behind Hellfire and Zero Wing. The game is really quite basic, no gimmicks, nothing flashy, there's not really much to say about it at all. You only get three weapons and these can all be upgraded a few times by collecting five special P icons. The only other power-ups you get are speed-ups and smart bombs, the latter of which are the only thing that's even vaguely flashy here, as it takes the form of a giant skull flashing on the screen. But although there's not much to it, that simplicity is what makes this game so appealing. Plus, it's bloody hard, as any classic shooter should be. I can't actually remember where I saw this game for the first time. One thing's for sure, it wasn't in the issue for a Sega Pro magazine this time around. However, the first thing I remember about it was a screenshot of a smart bomb. That skull was so cool looking. The reviews are positive, but as it was a shooter and I wasn't a fan of those at the time due to their difficulty, I wasn't too interested in it. The game was pretty hard to find by the time I got a Mega Drive anyway, so it completely passed me by. But when I started collecting Mega Drive games again back in uh, 2000, I saw a copy at my local cash converters and thought, why not? By now I was a bit more into shooters and was curious to try this one. Much like last week's Duel Master, the music was the first thing that hit me when I started playing it. it. Much like the rest of the game, it was very simple in its composition, but the tune on the first level was very catchy and got me into the mood for some blasting. I didn't last very long though, only up to the second stage, and that was uneasy with infinite continues. But though the game was hard, and the gameplay was basic, it was a lot of fun. I did play the game again recently, and managed to get to stage 3. I get the feeling I could go even further someday. So, is Truxton worth playing? Definitely. It's a very simple game compared to the likes of Biohazard Battle and Thunder Force 4, but it's actually all the better for it. As I said before, the beauty of it is in the simplicity. It's quite an addictive game and very challenging, especially in the later levels when the enemies really start swarming the screen. The weapons are fun to use and there's plenty to do. There are five tough levels in all, and the game loops five times with increased difficulty and a different ending each time, so I'd say you get your money's worth out of it. So, definitely check it out. May not look like much, but you'll definitely have a blast with it. Memories of Sega Thank you. 
such a great edition of Memories of Sega there. Awesome stuff. I hope you guys enjoyed the, the whole show. I hope you guys enjoyed the interviews we had with Chris Powell from Sega Nerds and Megavisions and also Claire and Jono from Western Supersonic. I hope you guys uh, seriously consider donating for the, the Kickstarter project uh, and you guys consider you know going, going to the event. Um, maybe we'll have some, some Radio Sega peeps in there. Uh, I know a few uh, of us are, are planning on going. Uh, I myself am trying to figure out things and see if I can make it uh, in October. So, you know, just consider joining us there and maybe we can have... Uh, uh, actually, not maybe. If we go, we'll have we'll definitely have a great time there with all the other folks at Western Supersonic. Uh, so all the links to the campaign are uh, in the podcast description for those that are listening to the podcast. Obviously, uh, you can also Google uh, Kickstarter Western Supersonic or you know uh, check out the Facebook page for more details on that if you're listening to us live. And yeah, so that was our show. That was this week's episode of the Sega Lounge. Uh, thank you so much for listening. It's always great to have your support. Thank you so much, uh, even if you're just downloading the podcast uh, and not listening uh, live join us next week for another episode of the Sega Lounge next week uh, we're planning a different kind of episode so remember back in the beginning of this season we had an episode a roundtable episode of this uh, show and that's what we're planning for next week's episode we're trying to have another roundtable episode with some uh, guests and discuss the current moment of Sega uh, and Atlas and the community itself. So we'll have some some interesting topics to discuss. Uh, And so join us next week for another episode of the Sega Lounge. Don't forget to go to radiose.ga slash shows to check out the full schedule of Radio Sega Live shows. That includes uh, the next one uh, that airs. That's Topical Resort tomorrow at 7 p.m. Western Europe time or UK time, followed by Rex's Sega Mixer Drive at 9 p.m. Also, shout out to Longtail FM, uh, a brand new website and portal for online radio stations that have invited us to be a part of the project. So if you go to longtail.fm, you will find Radio Sega there under the video games uh, category stations uh, and they, they, they invited us to join the project because you know they, they like us apparently and so it's it's a pleasure to be a part of longtail.fm a brand new way of listening to Radio Sega on your web browser as well uh, so yeah I've been KC this has been this week's episode of the Sega Lounge we'll be back next week with more until then enjoy your weekend enjoy the rest of uh, our live programming and Take care. Bye-bye.
Enjoyed the show? Check out the full Radio Sega live schedule at radiose.ga forward slash shows. Radio Sega, playing the best Sega music 24-7.